Right. We are back. Terry and Gary's Low Expectations Podcast, Episode 70-something. It's been Back a while. Vertebrae. Three or four months, it seems like. Right, right. So been so busy with uh, getting that show together and plus uh, promoting it and real life and businesses and all that stuff and you being married. And we have Nate on. Hey. hey yeah, today's, today's special guest, actor, Pretty director, guest. videographer, Nate Thompson. How's it going, yeah. Nate? Now, it's going, Nate, man. It's going. Were you, uh, first off, Fucking sweet hair. Excuse my language. <laughs> hey, I had my hair in a ponytail, but from <laughs> one guy with long hair to another, you know, it's looking hey. sweet. So Gary's jealous uh, right now. All right, get out of here. Bald right. is beautiful, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Keep Thank telling you, yourself that. <laughs> now, uh, are you born and raised in Monroe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Born and raised right where, you know, it's Prometica now, but when, when I was there, you know, it's mercy to me. Um, and then just, you know, as I got a little bit older, I went went down the line, you know, so in my childhood years, you just moved to LaSalle and ended up moving to Erie and then now in Toledo. And always still Monroe's a home. Nice, nice. Now, what got you into horror movies? Uh, actually, you know, I had a, a an Uncle Cliff uh, who who passed away when I was three years old, and he he was kind of really big in the pop culture at the time, you know? So like uh, being the only boy in the family left after that, you know, I kind of got his old hand-me-downs, which was the old electric guitar, old horror films, uh, you know, old ECW and WWF tapes. And, you know I mean? So fast forward, come full circle and working with wrestling and stuff. It's kind of like an homage to, to him in a source, you know, and I, I'm working in horror and, and all this other stuff. It's really sentimental to keep it to, to Monroe too. Yeah. Yeah, well, it sounds like you had a hell of an uncle there. Yeah, he had, good taste. Good. He had very good taste. Yeah, <laughs> great taste. WWF tapes, guitars. Yeah, yeah, yeah Gary. Yeah. Um, um, Gary usually is the better uh, interviewer here, and uh, he's got all the good questions. I kind of follow his lead, but uh, Gary, yeah. I know I jumped out of the gate. I was real excited because you've got a premiere coming up. You got a lot of stuff, plus being from Monroe and you know right. I, I dig horror movies too I think with wrestling fans and even comic fans it's like horror movies and and uh wrestling and and, and comics just go hand in hand 110 percent. that's the same crowd yeah so yeah. what was your first movie I mean this is this this isn't your first one I know you've had other ones oh like the first one I did yeah uh so the first yeah first one was a short film called what lives in the dark um and it was just, you know, me, my fiance and my and my daughter kind of just messing around with the camera on that one. Um, and then that was only about three, three and a half to four minutes long, but got enough feedback. To where I was like, man, yeah, I should maybe keep doing a couple more of these and see what happens. That, that's all it takes. A few people, you know, to give you that give you that boost of uh, confidence. And uh, right. look at you now. I mean, you got a big movie premiere coming up here in downtown Monroe. I want you to tell yeah. the fans a little bit about what this movie's about and, uh, and what kind of, uh, you know, what came how it came about for you. Yeah. So this was a, so this is was written and filmed um, basically on the year anniversary of Cult Affairs, which was based like on um, just a story about these, you know, almost like mafia type scary guys that have crossed business paths with some other guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right, right, and. Um, 
you know, that was kind of what I got the most traction and kind of built my name off the most was that one. So I realized, you know, in a, it's kind of like a year anniversary. Um, I realized two things. One, uh, it's pretty much enough time I'm done pushing this film. You know, I already did it for a year. And then two, now we have to figure out something big to push from here on forward. Um, so that was just, you know, sitting down and realizing, well, you know, we got a record store we can use. So how can we kind of write some dialogue to fit that? What would be a good story that would fit that? Um, it's just going to be, you know, like a good slacker, slacker style employee closing down the record store and kind of like reminiscent of the good old late 80s, early 90s horror, you know. Now, what's your uh, favorite, um, like, as far as a, a fan, you know, was it 60s horror, 70s horror, uh, you know, or if it's present day filming, but going back, like what you're doing, like late 80s, early 90s, um, like, what do you like, as far as like, if anybody asked me my favorite horror film, I say it's uh, the first uh, Halloween. Yeah, just because of the suspense and and um, you know, and I, I'm a I I was born in '75. I love the '60s and '70s, anyways. You know, yeah. um, old boats, old cars, and all that stuff, vintage. Um, now, what is like? What is your favorite uh, era of horror movies, or if movies were shot at a certain time? That's a good question. I um honestly, you know, so I don't watch too many newer um horror movies and that's just because i guess in general i just don't watch too much movies at all i kind of have a select few of favorite Mm -hmm. movies that i always go back to and that was you know the tapes that i got from my uncle cliff so um i will say right off the bat era wise it kind of seems to stick in that mid to late 80s like um you know there was a return of living dead uh part one and two and then creep show especially but he, the, one of the first movies I remember watching was the Halloween, was the first Halloween. And that's what really stuck with me and kind of what I use in my filmmaking is like the pace of things. Like, you know, you're, you're sitting out outside of the house looking in the window and then it just kind of slowly, instead of switching scenes, like it'll stay on that shot for, you know, half minute, two minutes or so, but it'll just kind of move you along to the next window. And it's, it's just one of those things like pacing really kind of controls the overall tone of the movie for sure. Mm. Uh, Halloween, uh, you can come and watch it at my house any day of the week because every time yeah. I work, it's usually on the TV because that's Dawn's <laughs> so, uh, Either Halloween or one of those 80s movies that they're always on. So, yeah. As far as your pacing goes, uh, what I mean, where did you get all this from? I mean, is it just from your love of horror? Have you studied any kind of uh, film, you know, filmmaking or anything in school or is it just Give it a yeah. shot and then go with it. Learn it as you go. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It was, um, you know, I know what movies I like to watch. And uh, I know what movies, you know, at the end of the day, you want to watch a good flick with the kids or, you know, a good flick with the boys or whatever. You have a certain taste that you already gravitor- gravitate towards. And, like, uh, I never went to filmmaking school. I never took any classes. It was always more or less like, you know, if I need you know, maybe some forum instructions or uh, maybe a couple of YouTube videos to figure out how the camera works. But other than that, you know, it was more or less just, I, I kind of know what I want to see and I just make stuff that I want to watch. Yeah. yeah. It seems like, well, good. Uh, well, trial and error, you know, oh, yeah. and, but, uh, you know, yeah. I always, um, 
I always say, you know, a lot of um, a lot of things are, are are better when you have on the job training. So when you're yeah. doing it and and you're learning off of other people that you know, and and I try to tell people, um, you know, when you're young and you're 19, you got a good back and good hips <laughs> and good knees. You know, you, you got a hundred pound uh, object that you have to move. You know. 50 to 100 feet and you're just grabbing it up and running it across like you're a right. man you got that guy that's 25 years older than you going hey work work smart not hard and you're like well he's just being lazy and then as you get older and you realize you keep doing that stuff there goes your knees your back yeah. and you you understand you know but uh luckily enough i was i was asking them well what do you mean by that and they're like well, you know, you could do it now, but do that 150 times and see where your body's at. Right. So, and that's what I try to tell people, you know, it's like when you're in the mix and you're doing it and that I'm the job training is sometimes better than, you know, being in a classroom, you know, Good. sitting and listening to someone, you know, so. Yeah, we got, oh, a, few, yeah. we got a few guys who want to check in here with us. So let's, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's say hi. Jason Miller is always on. He wants to say hi, guys. Hey, so, my Jason. Man. Jason was uh, at the. He's at the last. He was at the last show. He, he loves the uh, wrestling shows. Uh, he said he tried to get up as quick as he could for you. So it was uh, right where the big melee happened. Cause oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't want to kill Jason. No, no, definitely not. Well, I mean, we don't. It's an option. Yeah, <laughs> it's on the table. It's still on the table. <laughs> Patrick Mendez, uh, another another great fan of ours. Thanks, Pat, for coming in. Uh, three great mon- morons. What? Yeah. Oh. To look closer at that. Wait, hey, that, that would be a badge of honor. Yeah, back, Patrick. Did I say nice things about this guy? <laughs> That's all right. I, I think he meant it in a nice way. There he goes. Oh, Monroe Knights. Monroe Knights. Our new church of Monroe Knights. Yeah. Acts 3. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Rita Doobie. Uh, hello, friends. I'm excited for the premiere and the next wrestling event and the Pop Fest. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, yeah. Love how oh. Monroe keeps me busy. Thanks, guys. Well, we all try to do our part in keeping you busy, Rita, and you are one of the best workers, volunteers, and uh, we appreciate you. So you just keep being busy. Now, the premiere is this this Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, um, where can they get tickets for that? Uh, so they can, tickets are, uh, at www.natethompsonvideo.com, uh, forward slash tickets. There's actually an option now to where they can just pick them up at the door rather than having them mail to them. Um, and then they'll actually, they'll be there at the door. Say that again. I'm going to type it on the thing here for it. Nate Thompson video. Yep. Nate Thompson video forward slash tickets. And then they'll be available uh, at the door too, as long as there's, there's still some. Right. Right. And that's downtown Monroe at the Monroe theater, correct? Yeah, yep, the big old historical theater. And then what are the ticket prices? It's just one price, right? Yeah, uh, well, there's $10 for the general admission, and then we have collector's edition tickets. We only made 100 of them, um, and oh, those man. were 15. I think we got about 10 left, if I'm not mistaken, so those are kind of running a little low on those ones, but $10 for general admission. And then what time do doors open in the, the – uh, see, I'm talking like a wrestler. <laughs> no, that's your – What yeah. well time? Yeah, what time? Uh, <laughs> it's 7 p.m. Uh, and then mm-hmm. it should get over right around 9 p.m. So a good old two-hour event. Oh, good. Yeah. What can people expect there? I know you said you got some fun stuff planned. Uh, I don't know what you've shared and what you haven't shared, but what can we expect to see there besides the movie premiere? 
Yeah, so anyone going there just to, uh, you know, thinking that it's just going to be a boring old, you know, sit down and watch a movie, it's it's going to be a little different than that. You know, they're short films, so in reality, we got about 30 minutes in um, film material to show people, which is going to be, a, you know, a nice spooky time. Um, but I wanted to give a little bit more bang for the buck, so we got one of the best magicians around. He's going to come in. Uh, he's got about a 45-minute show, and then... Um, to some of the stuff, I don't want to give it away yet, but some of the stuff that he was saying, like, are we okay to do this? I was just like, yeah, like, this is going to be outstanding. Like, 100%. Um, and, you know, so it's, it's just, it's, you know, magicians, uh, horror movies, human contortions. You know, we're going to have a, a lady there just hopefully bending in a pretzel somewhere. Um, and then, you know, it's just going to be a good time, man, for sure. Nice. Oh, and we I thought we were gonna have Rhino dancing in a cage, but he is gonna be yeah. away. Yeah, illumination yeah, like style, right? Yeah. Like the magic show is gonna appear in the cage and dance yeah. in the cage. And See? Just gore me and I'm like, oh what the hell are you gonna tell me about this? <laughs> <laughs> That'll scare everybody. <laughs> That's the next premiere. We got a Patrick Mendes said Kenny Urban forgot we clarified that you and Goose were on. I don't know what that means. We got a hey, Oscar Rodriguez third, the walking dead. Uh, all kinds of great stuff. My our buddy there, he's at sup. He rapped and he's home, so he just got done filming the last episode of The Walking Dead. So welcome, oh, home, Oscar. Thanks for jumping on, brother. Hey, yes. my man. Okay. Yeah, he, he's he's a good he's a good cat, man. Jason, no, Miller, uh, no, oh. that's not it. We got a lot of these things. We don't, we, we can get to them later. <laughs> now, when now now I don't know when horror movies like uh, um. Jason and Michael Myers and all these characters came out like if they had a mindset of merchandise afterwards or I don't know if the merchandise kind of came off you know in the yeah. 80s and stuff but do you find um you know being in the horror movie and the uh, film do you find people are trying to um maybe make characters where they can wear a mask or something where they can get that cuz the big thing in wrestling is uh, merchandise yeah you know so um and not just um like kane would have the mask they would right. sell um a lot of these characters they would sell the masks and that was always popular to the wrestling fans but with horror movies like that's popular for halloween and you know yeah. it's always like i mean who didn't have a michael myers or a jason yeah, you know, I still do. yeah. right 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 yeah. so i i still do um but like it, when you're creating a character, do you have that in mind? Like, can I create a character where I can make merchandise off of, whether it's a mask or he's always got an axe or uh, something, you know what um, I mean? Or Yeah. Yeah. In a way, uh, I, I don't, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Because, you know, you want whatever product that you put out to be marketable enough in a sense that it does good. Um, right especially financially and sometimes you know like the gimmicks just got to be hot in order to, to to make it work and like um a lot of the times like creepy masks they do but sometimes they don't you know i've had the, the like the cult leader mask i have a lot of people go you know that's an awesome mask that's super scary and then i've had some people that are like as soon as i seen the mask it was over i didn't like it so no. it's like it's, it, it's a toss-up but i know for sure like um moving forward uh, if, if anything, if we ever have a creature, I know we definitely want to market that and give it its own line of merch um, mm -hmm. as best as possible because 
you know, it's not that we're in it for the money, but merchandise does definitely help us get more films out for sure. And it allows us, you know, like to blow up cars if we want to, or, you know, get bigger names and bigger talent, et cetera, et cetera. And it just, it helps for sure. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have some merch at the, at the event too, right? I know you're going to have uh, some t-shirts and stuff. Yep. So. Yep. We'll have uh t-shirts, posters, like uh, there's limited edition eight by tens as well as standard ones. And then like bundle packages and stuff. So you guys go buy your tickets. The link's on the page. Get bring some money. Buy some t-shirts. <laughs> buy some autograph eight by tens because we want Nate to blow shit up. Hey, yeah. there we go. So for sure. And then if you need any uh, broken down wrestlers, <laughs> yeah, we have a little known actor right here. Uh, yeah, you know, first and foremost, one hundred ten percent. I will right. bring you in. Like, dude, that, that was me and him. We're already talking about it before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you Perfect. you let me know in the uh, in the out, need, yeah. I was actually, I always thought um there was this old hospital in um Trenton, and it it closed down right, yeah. and it was right on the water, and I always thought like it would be cool like a horror movie to film there, you know, like, and then I was trying to think, okay, well, what do college kids or not college kids, but high school kids? They're always usually in horror movies, right? right. And then they meet up at the football field, they go there, and then they break into the hospital, and then. There was like, um, I thought of a guy with something that he put over his, his head, you know, like Creepy a back or something. But then there was a, a um, I seen a horror movie with something like that on there. So uh, I think it was a strangler. Um, it was like a knapsack or something. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, so I'm like, but that would have been cool because you, you know, if you would have gotten permission to film there, you know, but this is like 10 years ago. I bet but, we um, can find the place and we can do it. We can, right, we can, right. We can put yeah. something there, yeah. Right, but um, you know, the thing is, is with uh, horror movies, um, you know, it, like you said, you some scenes move slow, and right, and I think, um, you know, a lot of people like the blood and guts, but I think it, um, a lot of people also like that suspense, you know, yes. like, yeah, it's yeah. just, you know, and that's one thing in wrestling, you know, the suspense and captivate the audience and you know and then you learn that at a younger age because the guys you know like undertaker and austin they're telling you go out there and work hard but don't forget to have that suspense in the you know pulling them in emotionally and stuff like that because you know the rock would just turn around and look and raise his eyebrow and the people would go crazy (laughs) (laughs) right but when you're young, you just want to go in there and flip around and, you know, and, and jump over the top rope and crash and burn and, you know. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so that, I always uh, thought that would be cool, though, you know. Yeah, so we, no, for sure. Guys yeah. Jump on here. I, I, Jerry Lee Harris said, what's up? In his best uh, old 1990s Budweiser voice. <laughs> uh, Sean Willis, good afternoon, guys. Jerry Lee's back, Monroeverse, everybody. That's right, Monroeverse, everybody. Behind that. We, we're go. taking on it all. Let's see, uh, David Hayes, another uh, movie producer, director, actor, writer, uh, our, our friend David Hayes, and also he's got uh, good stuff too. He's got a twin brother named Joe Brony, uh, the commentator <laughs> for IWR Wrestling. Uh, he will be there. So everyone else, you here? Let's see who else we got here. Uh, we got so many people commenting here. Uh, what's the number by my name? Uh, number one, I don't know. Next, <laughs> got my tickets from Nate at the IWR show. Awesome, excited for the date night with the wife. Yeah, we'll see you there, Patrick. 
Uh, we got trying to catch up here. David Hayes screamed very loud. Merch. That's right. Merch is important. Right. That's, that's 365 days a year advertising right there. You sell that merch. You know, you get them shirts out there. People ask. I, I get asked all the time. What's the pop fest or what's the comic yeah. or what's, you know, oh, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rita Doobie. Nate could do a bloody vinyl records. Bloody vinyl records. The oh, like future, for merch? Future movie. Yeah. Bloody vinyl records. All right, Rita, make that happen, Rita. You're, you're crafty. Oscars, I hope to see you guys soon. We, we will see you soon. I think you should be on one of these Nate Thompson uh, movies there, Oscar. Yes, I would second that, too. Okay, you second that? Oh, Don yeah, yeah. said she wants to see a horror movie about a boatyard with a creepy captain. I know exactly who she's talking <laughs> about. I wonder if there's anybody that has a boatyard in the area. That seems like an odd thing to have. Yeah, I, right. I, I think we could just shoot a, shoot a little small horror movie at the boatyard with a creepy captain. Right, right. There's usually a lot of creepy captains floating around marinas. But <laughs> not, in a, not in a horror movie kind of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, I kick those captains out of here. <laughs> I'm the captain now. There's only one creepy yeah. captain in my marina, and that's me. <laughs> no, yeah. um, uh, you know, there, there's so many, um, you know, like – there's so many avenues you could take with horror movies and stuff. And, you know, and it just, you let your imagination go wild and stuff. And do you, um, like what sparks your creativity, like on stuff like that? Um, do you, you know, do you just go and sit out and just, you know, and, and go someplace or do you, do you just, you know, whether it's uh, the mall and try to think of something or do you just let it come naturally or, yeah, I let it. Usually, I let it come naturally. I, I try to, um, I try to force, you know, like creativity as much as possible. But it, it always comes out kind of like a, a half good idea that I end up changing a couple of days later, anyway. So, I, I usually kind of take, um, you know, like for example, on cult affairs, just the image of bringing some guy down, like dragging him to the table to sit with like some mafia style boss or some cult leader style character. That was just the image that kind of came into my head randomly that, I, you know, one time I was just in the basement of my office just kind of doing work. And then I was like, wow, I, I do kind of, here's the lighting that we could probably do in that scene. And I was kind of picturing it in my head a little bit more. And I was like, you know, I, I do kind of like that. Maybe I can write some dialogue to fit that. So nine times out of ten, man, yeah, it's just, you're just sitting there. Um, you know, you can sit down, you know, kind of ex- exclude yourself and go, I'm going to be creative today. But you know, it's not always going to happen like that. It's, you could be at the grocery store, you know, getting milk with your kids and you're like, oh man, okay. Like a creepy rotten, like rocking horse or, you know, like maybe a haunted painting or it's something like that hit. And it's just kind of carry it with you and go from there. Yeah. You know, uh, I've, you know, just with, um, wrestling, uh, you know, promos and stuff you do, um, you know, when, when the attitude air, yeah. Um, when it was really hot, they used to do um, interviews and, and, and stuff, you know, um, yeah. they would find a cool looking spot, like a dirty, dingy spot in the, yeah. the arena and they would shoot stuff there, or, you know, and um, and it just came across really natural and really, you know, cool. But yeah. when they try to recreate it on a set like, a, you know, and it just it looks phony. You know, or then when you're doing it, um, I think wrestling has taken such a neat, um, clean look. 
I don't yeah. know if it's because of high def or, or, or whatever they have to go with that, but a lot of the wrestling fans miss that grittiness. Yes. Now you find, see, you find yes. um, filming uh, like on, on location and, and, and finding that perfect spot or seeing a spot like I can film something there. Um, do you do you like that grittiness to it? Yeah. Because I think in horror films, it's it's better when you have that natural grittiness to it. You know, 100%. yeah, as following. So when you look for a place to film, do you look uh, or do you purposely look for a certain place, or do you have certain places in mind where oh, I can do that? And when I figure up, you know, because sometimes yeah. I'll get. Yeah. I guess I would say I do have a couple, you know, like as far as like, um, you know, places that I know I've reached out or told me that I could film, you know, like I know we have like, for example, there's a uh, pinball pinball arcade down at the, the mall in Monroe. Dave which they told me exactly. Great guy. Great family. Uh, and he told me he's more than happy to have me film there. So, you know, in a sense, I know that I can always film there if I have to have a pinball uh, scene, but nine times out of ten, man, yeah, I'm just walking and I'm looking and I'm seeing like, oh wow, that that looks really, uh, you know, don't look like a set. You know, it looks real, it looks natural, and it, you you said the grittiness. I haven't really heard anybody else describe it that way because that's how I describe it to people. You know, like when people go, "How are your short films?" I'm like, well, you know, kind of like in um, it's modern, but it's kind of a throwback. It's got the style and the feel of like a late. 90s wrestling like the grittiness and the the grunginess and that's how i always describe it you know like walking through the back alley with the fire yeah. and the barrels and stuff and yeah yeah you mentioned that wrestling kind of lost that and it's that's one of the things that kind of keeps me in the area of the attitude era versus the modern era because it's like yeah it is kind of cleaner everyone has first and last names there's no real um characters you know there's no stories as much as there 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 was in a sense right right yeah that's uh that's what people um you know miss is that grittiness that that edge you know with wrestling and and uh they still and it's you can still do that in in today's time um you know and Right. right. Well, thank you. And then, uh, um, you know, and that's why we're trying to do like promos um, outside in the back or whatever. Just yeah. you know, let it feel organic and just, you know, let it go. So but, you know, like, um, you know, with the Attitude Era, you had characters like Kane, but you also had Stone Cold Steve Austin. You had The Rock where it was like a nickname, The Rock from right. Rock Maivia, which, you know, isn't his real name. But, you know, I think. Um, I think the product's just gotten too clean and and uh, whatever happened outside of the ring usually fell inside of the ring and we don't have that anymore you know yeah. so um I don't know so it's coming so, around it's just I think that the yeah. indie what I'm noticing is that it really seems like the indie circuit is really kind of like the big thing in wrestling right now you know like obviously you got the main guys right but it yeah. seems like the indies are kind of growing um almost like double in size from what they were f- even five right. years ago, as far as like a fan base, at least around right. Monroe, I know 110%. Right. But it well, it's like that all over. Right. Well, they have a lot of different avenues to get out there. So I think that helps it out too. Yeah. So, and, and it's an alternative to, you know, what you have. So, right. 
and you got to figure that the WWE too. I mean, they have to be careful on what they do and what they produce. Yeah. They've got so many shareholders and stockholders yeah. and people yeah. investing in the company. They're always looking to, you know, get that Disney deal or to get the, you know, they want to bring the right yeah. advertisements in. So they've got to be more careful now. Whereas in 20 yeah. years ago, you know, it was, it was Stacker and two and K and slamming people and mac and cheese. That was <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, putting uh, eighty year old women through tables, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's still one of my favorite spots of all time. I think is to see that, and then I heard him say that she wanted him to like that. Even that was still too soft for her. Was that she yeah. was mad at him or something? Yeah, oh, Ray. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was great. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you're definitely right. You know, because they're they're doing billion dollar deals, and they have to be careful on that stuff. You know. Well, that's why I think the impact in. And uh, actually, for the most part, AEW does a better job of that right now. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, even though they're not on major networks, I mean, AEW kind of is, but they yeah. do a better job of being more, you know, more. What 90. are you trying to say, Gary? Access isn't. <laughs> what but, is it called? No. What's it called again? Like you said when you're when you're you know when you're the top dog, all eyes are on you, and you know, and and uh, what's fun with Impact is. You know, like Johnny Swinger is one of my favorites. I don't know if you've yeah. watched his stuff, but uh, it's just the stuff he says. And and they literally go, okay, well, you're going to be wrestling this person. And uh, what would Swinger say? And and what you see is what you get, man. He is, we got to bring him back to IWR. He was at one of the Boatyard shows, but yeah. he is hilarious. Yeah. yeah. He's, He's just like a lot of that stuff he says and, you know, he comes up with and, you know, and, you know, and, it reflects on the business back in the day. So, you know, uh, you know, pills and, and rats and, and then it'll carny it up. And yeah. <laughs> so, but anyways, but the cool thing, well, the cool thing about it is, is he's like one of those characters where it always, you know, he thinks he's doing, he's cool and doing this and that, but the joke's always on him, you know? Right. And, yeah. So that's, yeah, yeah. that's why he works even, you know, so that's old school. It was a lot of fun. We, if you guys got time, we got a few more people that want to want to chime in. Uh, Patrick Mendez said, "Rhino in a cage on stage sounds like a fun time." Well, that's Tuesdays. That's Tuesdays around here, Patrick. We got yeah. to get you down to the boatyard on a Tuesday night. Uh, Rhino and Not Gary starting Tuesday well yet. <laughs> it goes into the morning. Right, like a boatyard party. Hey, man, Rhino and Gary starring an Amityville powerbomb. Now, Dave, you've mentioned this movie idea before. Amityville Powerbomb, directed by Nate. You can pay him later. You know, know. what I'm saying is... uh, Horror horror wrestling movie. A horror wrestling movie. There is definitely a market for that. So uh, if you guys want to, we're in Monroe. You know there's a market for that in Monroe. Now, um, there was something like that, and it did really well. This was probably about... Oh shoot! I'd say maybe early teens, um, like Piper and and. We'll have I don't to know, but it. I want to watch it. If so that sounds killer. Yeah, right? we'll have to look that up. But there was a lot of wrestlers involved in it. It wasn't like a actual wrestling show, yeah. or or they were going to a wrestling show or anything. It wasn't. It wasn't like that. Um, but a lot of wrestlers. It maybe um. I, I forget, but we'll have to look it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Sure. That sounds. I've peaked interest, so the rest of the show yeah. is dead now because that's all people are going to think about is what the hell was Randall talking about. <laughs> as far as horror goes, Michael Mott thinks that we've exa- have we exhausted all the scariness there is. 
I'm thinking of how the Alien franchise gave us something new. For Nate, what's new to you worth exploring? We'll get better questions, questions from the fans. Yeah. I would say, you know, um, I think the... I really don't know. I would say right now, psychological horror is really what I'd like to push. I think maybe the slasher vibe has been pushed to its extremity in the 80s. But I think there's still a lot to do with psychological horror, whether it's uh, self-induced or something that's, you know, um, brought on from the outside. But exploring the mind and mental horror is definitely something I think we're going to go forward with. I think we just answered your question, Michael Mott. Wrestling horror. Yeah, there we go, too. Uh, Jason Miller said, I like a good ghost story like the changeling with George C. Scott. I don't think I've ever. I'm going to have to look into that one. Uh, Oscar said he's in. So there we go. Nate. We go. Hey, um, uh, what about Dog Lady Island? Oh, Mike Alexander. Yeah. You guys know know about Dog Lady Island, obviously. Mike Mike Alexander did did a movie for that on that. What's that? Our friend Mike Alexander did a movie on that. Okay. No, but uh, um, what's the whole story behind Dog Lady Island? Being from Monroe, you should know the backstory. I, so what I've heard, yeah, is is basically like, um, we'll see. I, I don't know what's true. That's that's yeah. the thing. Dog Lady Island's kind of been like a, a thing that's been tossed around a couple different times. I've heard, you know, there's a lady who was in charge of orphans and like things got burnt down. Um, and then, you know, like now it's haunted by this lady, this dog lady type of person or beast. And I think in Michael Alexander's film, he portrays it as more of an, like an ancient, yeah. um, kind of like an Indian versus French era type thing. And so really, I don't, I don't know if anybody knows for sure, but that's kind of the gist of it, I think. Yeah. There's not even a lady or a dog on that island. Yeah, no, it's just, but it's a good piece of land and it's spooky, so. Right, right. Yeah, I uh, um, I usually tell kids it was a lady that had a bunch of dogs, and the dogs turned on her and ate her. Yeah, um, there we go. Yeah, and then she that actually sounds yeah, the ghost is yeah. So that's just not funny. I got dogs. Hey, Jason Miller, how was your trip to Memphis? Talking to you, Ryan. When did you go to Memphis? I didn't go to Memphis. Well, that's oh, how I went. Not Jason. good. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I went to Memphis. Where did I go? You've been to Alabama. That's where it was, Alabama. Yeah, I, I had to think about it. You just ask me. I know. It's weird. I might have said Memphis and I meant Alabama. Yeah, it doesn't I'll matter. Yeah, I'll say, hey, you're going to meet up Tuesday, right? And thinking when or thinking Wednesday, but I say Tuesday. Yeah. I'll do that every no, it's Wednesday. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. Eric Jenslack said we want Ratamir. What's that? Is that the is that the one like uh I don't know if that's the case, but isn't that the guy that like made his way backstage like in one of the indie wrestling shows like I don't know. Couple weeks back, like he just walked backstage. He wasn't part of the guys or anything like that. He just was a fan, and he made we his way to the ring. We don't I think want that's that. what it is, Eric. No, Jason, no. I think the Piper zombie movie is on Tubi right now, so you can get find a lot of great horror. Tubi is awesome. I think, I think that's what it was. Uh, wrestlers versus zombies. Yeah, 
I that, think that's what it was when all the zombie uh, craze was like at its peak. Oh, okay. Yeah, here, here they come with people yeah, right at wrestlers versus zombies. Another one. Movie was called Wrestlers versus Zombies. Here we go. Everybody's everybody's chiming in now. Wrestlers versus Zombies. We know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is um, Shane Douglas was telling me about it because he had a scene in there, and. Uh, you know, the, the boys will always, you know, like, hey, I got your back, right? So they're like, one of them, I think it was uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, was like uh, holding the door. He's like, don't worry, brother. I won't let it go, you know, whatever, you know, I got you back. And then all of a sudden he let it go so he could get away first. He's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, brother, just, you know, I, 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 I trust me, I won't. I won't let it go and let you die. And then he's like, okay, I'm out of here. So. <laughs> You just hold on to it too, and then yeah, yeah. double cross them, just like they double cross them in wrestling. Which yeah. was a total funny high spot, you know. So it's kind of clever, yeah. So make sure you tell the fans all about Saturday, Nate. Uh, we're gonna start talking a little bit about IWR eleven Cinco de Mayhem coming May fifth. So make sure we give the fans every all the information they're gonna need for Saturday. Yeah, yep. Um, so April 2nd, the Saturday, River Raisin Center. I believe it's 114 South Monroe Street. It's the big historical theater downtown Monroe. Um, it's going to be a two-hour horror event. Uh, there's going to be free food there, and then, you know, tickets are 10 bucks. So, I mean, it's going to be a nice little spooky time, that's for sure. And then you have uh, how many tickets left, the special tickets? Uh, yeah. I should have about 10 to 15, if I'm not mistaken, left of okay. those. Okay. And those are fifteen dollars or the collector. Correct. Yeah, I apologize. Yep. So get your tickets and get down down Monroe Saturday, seven o'clock bell time. Yeah, bell time seven. And uh, <laughs> watch the movie. What time? What? What, what, what time do door? What time do doors open, Gary? Well, doors seven. open at six thirty. Bell time seven. <laughs> <laughs> it is. So, Hey, congratulations, Nate. We're real happy for you. Uh, Thank you, man. Thank you, guys. I know you do a great job doing these. Also, the videographer for IWR Wrestling Events. Uh, I love seeing those turned out. They, they always look great. So, Thank you, man. Yeah, no, it's always fun to throw those together for sure. Yeah. It's, uh, it's hard to get all the action once it, you know, right, go right. crazy because they go crazy a lot. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, great job. Hey, thanks Thank for joining us, Nate. We will Thank see you guys you for having Saturday. Me. Saturday. All right, brother. Thank you so much, see you guys. Take it easy. You too. And now we got Rhino. We're going to talk about IWR 11, May 5th. Front couple rows, I think, are already sold out. We got General Mission and third row VIP available. Second, don't quote, you know, you can go try to buy a second row too. There might be some left. Just get in there and get them. But front row is sold out. They sold out within, I think, a couple hours. Front row is gone. So, yeah. Let's go. What we got? We got those front row tickets. Yeah, the the first three rows, you get the VIP matches. So, yeah. Well, people love seeing their rhino up close and personal, even though, unfortunately, you and Heath lost the IWR World Tag Team titles last month. And then uh, we won't mention what happened with you and uh, Bravo. What happened with me and Bravo? How he jumped you from behind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A sissy. Yeah. Want to be Jimmy Hart. I tried tried to have your back, but they numbers game, man. That's when all hell broke loose. But, yeah, I guarantee you. I appreciate that. Sanko de Mayo or Sanko 
Sanko de Mayhem. Yeah. So And that's gonna be the main event. Yeah, we've got our rematch, uh myself and Heath Slater versus Game Changers. So with Johnny um, Bravo in this corner again. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, oh, yeah. Uh, we got the poster up top right there. Right, right. New tag team championships. Yeah. Can't really make that out, but I'm also on my cell phone. <laughs> it's small. It's very yeah. small. <laughs> no, um, um, that's cool, though. This Saturday, downtown Monroe at the theater. That would be great. He does great things from any, anybody trying to, to push Monroe and, and to push their, you know, all their selves and be creative. And it's just, it's important for the community and it's important for the younger generation to see people ahead of them doing this kind of thing. So maybe, maybe get them involved in whether right. we're wrestling or movie production or acting or whatever. So, mm-hmm. so um, really the businesses that are very helpful, you know, if they know, you know, to uh, let them shoot there and stuff like that and use their facilities. And yeah. So, but anyways, and we got another match. We've announced already too. We got a big con. Our IWR world champion, world heavyweight champion, is putting his title on the line against the Dread King Logan. Yes. IWR superstar. And in his corner, ECW legend, the franchise, Shane Douglas. Shane Douglas. So it's going to make yeah. it a very, yeah. very interesting uh, heavyweight championship title fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Logan, man, he's, uh, he's on a tear, man. He's definitely on a tear. Yeah, I got through Madman, uh, which was mm-hmm. that's a that's a monumental task on its own because Madman Fulton is he's a beast. Yeah, we had a great crowd last time. Yeah, almost four hundred people. Room. Yeah, standing room, and and that's a great thing. Um, you know, with all of our sponsors, how they support us and the community, they support us, and you know, and it's just it it's you know having really really good shows and um. You know, and we did uh, make the curfew, you yeah. know, the nine o'clock curfew, which is always great. So, curfew. yeah, so a couple times we'll go five minutes over that nine o'clock. Um, during our Christmas show, we did go over by, uh, I think, 18 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, we got, a, we got a curfew with the building, but um, the wrestling has to be done by nine. But, um, but yeah, it's it's good, so. And that's a perfect time anyways for it just good action and you know, people they leave wanting more and you know, and they're not bogged down at a show. They get home, the kids have enough time to they have enough time to get the kids home and usually they're tired and they go right to sleep because you know, that drive they start winding down like that coffee wearing off. <laughs> well, my energy drink's not wearing off, you know. So well, I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to it. I can't believe we've had 11 events already. 11. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully uh, we keep on, uh, you know, growing and we can start doing events uh, in different cities. So I definitely like to take it back to Dearborn Heights. Yeah. So that's where I ran my first show. So, uh, or well, yeah, that's where I ran my first charity show. So, but yeah. So we'll, we'll see. And then Holland and, Maybe even Toledo and yeah, so Madisonburg, yeah, no, <laughs> let's not jump ahead there, Gary. MSG. But uh, right. yeah. so make, make sure you guys get on there. Uh, tickets are on sale www.purplepass.com backslash iwr11. Yeah, tickets. It's 
going to be a great event. We got more, much more uh, uh, matches to be the, you know, to be announced later on. Uh, we got the flyers and posters going out now. So, yeah. And if you want to um, be a sponsor, you know, get in contact with Gary. Yeah. Cause we're definitely going to do something where uh, we're talking uh, Gary and I before the podcast uh, earlier today and about doing something nice for the sponsors and, you know, maybe at the boat yard and, you know, like a cookout, have a band and all that. And, yeah. So and that's when we get Rhino in the cage. Right. <laughs> the duck cage. So. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to wrap this up. Get out of okay. here. Well, a couple things. Um, um, wait, 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 Gary, let's not jump ahead there. Well, I mean, um, just joking. <laughs> the Toledo Mud Hens. I've seen that. New hat. Season ticket holder right here. Partial, partial. Okay, partial only ten, only only ten games. But, yeah, constitute you as a season right. ticket. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm very excited about that. April fifth. That's first game. So, yeah, April fifth season uh, season opener. So I'm very excited about that. Saturday, the premiere, Nate's premiere. Very excited about that. And uh, WrestleMania weekend. Yes. And I'm very excited about this new little uh, tool I got. Can you see that? The inner inner twist? It's a multi-purpose tool. Oscillating multi-tool. Yeah. So So next time I come over, you're going to have like oscillating holes all over your house and no, usually uh, for old wooden boats, you can cut out the planks pretty easy with that. Yeah, you got to cut out the rot, you know, make patches and stuff like that. So that's uh, and it wasn't that expensive. It was only fifty five dollars. I mean, you know, nowadays uh, fifty five dollars doesn't go a long way, but you know, it'll uh, for a tool like that, it'll it'll um, it'll save you a lot of money if you had someone to do it. <laughs> Like me and my vintage boats and things, you know, so. Well, so these old wooden boats, nobody wants them. I'll take them. Uh, see, Big Daddy's Boatyard, give him a call. Bring down yeah. your old unwanted wooden boat. <laughs> Don't haul them down here. <laughs> Let me take a look at them first. So. You might be hauling it back, but. Right, right. So. But yeah, and tonight I want to make sure uh, to tell people I got a, uh, we got a premiere going tonight, a grand opening of my buddies. Dennis Barger is opening Wonder World Comics inside the uh, Mall of Merle tonight. So we're nice. going to around 6 o'clock, get a sneak peek of that. And tomorrow's the grand opening. So Nice. Looking awesome. Forward to that. Awesome. So. And looking forward to IWR 11. Looking At forward to FOP in Monroe, Michigan. Fraternal or a police, otherwise known as the House of Insanity, as Mark Robert likes to say. Yes. Don't point at me. I wasn't pointing <laughs> at you. All right. We are out of here. Maybe we'll be back next week. Maybe we won't, but yeah, we're always in your hearts. Your hearts and minds. And minds. Right. Terry and Gary's Low Expectation Podcast. We are gone. See you guys next week. Maybe uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, YouTube TV, Terry and Gary TV on YouTube. Go check them out. Get those tickets. See you Saturday. If not, we'll see you May 5th. Maybe we'll see you on the on we'll the see you before that. Yeah, tell him Brad said he wants a gun show. What are you the new in the shell, Brad? 
there. All right. And we are leaving shortly. 